Good evening, friends, and welcome to the Magical Adventurers. My name is Matt. Thank you so much for being here tonight. We love to see you all every single week. Thanks for joining us. And tonight, we are going to give you a behind-the-scenes look, I suppose, of what it's like to be a cast member at Walt Disney World. Alexis will be joining me in just a moment. But first... Here's what's coming up next. We've got a lot of exciting stuff. As always, be sure to join us every Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for our live show. we got more Magic Madness. we got more Magical Game Nights, more cast member campfires, and who knows what else. we got a lot of exciting stuff coming real soon. The show is also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And they'll be available after the show. And, of course, we have content over on youtube gotta subscribe over there hit the bell icon we got some videos coming up which i'll talk about in just a moment go ahead and follow us on instagram at the magical adventurers and on facebook at the magical adventurers for all of the latest content from the magical adventurers and as always be sure to spread the word and invite your friends family your acquaintances maybe even your enemies if you want because we're all friends and family here at the Magical Adventures, so invite them to come along. Uh, coming up soon, I keep talking about this every week, and you're like, Matt, when is it coming? Because you keep talking about it every week. Well, it, we're getting closer and closer every week, and that's going to be our tribute to the great movie ride. Uh, it'll be coming in December, both of these uh, uh, things, both the Cast Member Campfire as well as uh, our reading of the great movie ride attraction. It'll be all coming in December. Coming next week... Finally, it's like a month late, but it's going to be the Matt's Not-So-Scary Halloween vlog with some footage from last year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. Um, and I'm almost done with it, and it's looking great so far, and I'm excited for you guys to see it. That'll be coming next week sometime. And in December, it'll be Matt's Very Merry Christmas vlog. And it's a lot of Christmas going on at Disney World last year. Also this year, but it's all from last year. So uh, be sure to check that out. But let's get into tonight's topic, talking about the cast member experience, more specifically making magic as a food and beverage cast member. And who better to join me for that than my best friend who I met at Disney World in the kitchen of Pecos Bill, Alexis. Hello. Alexis, good to see you tonight. And, uh, <laughs> good I'm to excited. see you too. I'm excited to talk about um, tonight's topic of our cast member experiences, because there's a lot to talk about. So oh, buckle yeah. up, folks. We'll be here for like seven hours. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's, re it's really exciting. Uh, first, let's see who's joining us tonight. Brendan, good to see you as always. And Aiden, good to see you. Happy Thanksgiving to you, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone as well. Happy be sure Thanksgiving, to stay safe. everyone. Yes, uh, I mean, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because I get to eat a lot of food. And uh, Make sure to wear your stretchy pants for Thanksgiving, <laughs> but also stay safe because... Uh, we're still in the middle of uh, this crazy pandemic. Um, so make sure you stay safe out there. If uh, you're going to any family house or anything, make sure you just follow all those precautions and stay safe because we want all of you to stay safe out there. Brendan and Aiden, nice to see both of you guys. And look, they're bilingual too. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's a great thing if you're a cast member, right? It's good. I mean, I'm not, but... <laughs> I tried to be, but no. <laughs> I tried to be, right, exactly. Come up with a few terms here and there, but... Look, um, also, Brandon missed me. I missed being here, too, and I missed seeing all your comments, so thank you. I'm, I'm so yes, happy. To... <laughs> we're, 
yes, we're happy to have you back this week, Alexis. And I know. Um, I wish I was here last week. I uh, saw a little bit of it, and I was jealous I was not. So, but yes, yeah, so it's, be- it's always it's it's always nice to see you pop in, though. So, uh, yes, it's always a pleasure. All right, so let's uh, let's get into tonight's topic. This is almost like a dual interview because we're going to wind up asking each other questions probably about our cast member experiences. But also, all you guys out there, our fellow adventurers in the chat, be sure to ask us anything about our cast member experiences or being a cast member in general or whatever. Ask us anything, and we'll be happy to answer tonight. So, Alexis, I'm going to start with this question because... Ooh. It, it, don't worry, it's not a hard-hitting question just yet. <laughs> we'll probably get there. Um, as Julie Andrews once said in The Sound of Music, let's start at the very beginning because it's a very good place to start. So what is your cast member origin story? How did it start? What was the interview and the application like for you? And just how did it all start? When did you sure. say, I want to be a cast member? Uh, in high school? They had like a little table one day, like with some Disney fans, and they were talking about the Disney College program. I was about a sophomore. I went up to it and I got a, a Disney College program pen, and I'm like, I'm doing this. I love Disney. This is something I'm doing. And my senior year, I remember going into college looking at majors, and I'm like, I need to pick something that I like, but I need to make sure I can squeeze in the Disney College program into that too. So it was something I knew I was doing for a while. I applied uh, January of my freshman year, the day the application dropped. Uh, I remember filling it out and I remember they didn't send me anything like about an interview or anything for two weeks. I was waiting and I was like, oh, I'm not getting in. I'm not getting in. I was freaking out. Uh, And then they sent me the, um, not the phone interview. What is it? The, what was the one interview? The web web based. Web-based interview. And then I got my phone interview. I did all that. My interview went really well. I had attractions questions. I had food and beverage. I had custodial. And I think I had merchandise. So I had a bunch of different questions that they asked me. I guess I fit most to the food and beverage category. Uh, I honestly put for when I filled out, like, my which roles I wanted, I was pretty like good with all of them because I just wanted to get in. I didn't really care where I was working. Um, so I got placed in food and beverage. I had never worked in food and beverage in my life. Uh, so I, it, I wasn't not excited. I just was hoping I would get somewhere in the parks. That was my biggest concern. I didn't want to be at a resort. I know that a lot of people loved working the resorts. Um, the only thing reason I didn't want to was because I knew they worked later and I wanted to, be able to be in the parks, be in like the, just like be in the middle of everything and be able to see guests and all that. Uh, (laughs) And then I got Magic Kingdom. I got Pecos Pecos Bill. I was really excited about that. Uh, And then I got there and I ended up being placed in the kitchen, which was kind of not exactly what I wanted at first, but I met a bunch of people there back there and actually ended up learning and having a lot of fun. Uh, And then I got cross-trained front of house and stands. So I ended up getting the guest interaction that I wanted after all. And I got to make Dole Whip, which was like a dream for me. I always wanted to be able to do that. So, yeah, I got to do a lot while I was down there. I'm very very happy with everything I did. I got to meet Matt and some of the other adventurers and – yeah, so I'm very lucky with my Disney College program experience. I extended to at Pecos Bill, so I was there for a full year. I loved it so much, and yeah, so 
uh, that was kind of all over the place, but that's basically how uh, that was what like the, a, a nutshell of your entire program, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. How about a, you? B- before we get to me, I have a follow up question. <laughs> oh, okay, um, okay. <laughs> what? Um, where did you list? Like, what? What was like? What was your dream role that you wanted when you applied? And then where did you list kind of some of the other roles that you put? Okay. So I wanted character attendant or attractions. That was my the two I wanted the most. Like I wanted those so badly. I really wanted to be a character attendant the most. Um, I put, I forgot what the exact scale was. I think it was like really want or something like that. Or like, I forgot very interested or something like that. I would think do it, was it high, high it's medium, like high, low, high, high, moderate and low. And then no. Okay. 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 So yeah, I did low high no, for, right. I did high for a character attendant and for attractions. I put high for merchandise. I either put moderate or high for food and beverage because I, again, wouldn't mind doing that. I just, um, I think I may have put moderate. I'm not sure because I wouldn't mind doing that because I know a lot of people get a lot of great locations. So that was something that I was up to doing. Uh, I'm trying to think all the other ones. I think custodial, I put low or moderate. Um, house person, I think I put no or low. Um, I'm trying to think about what else they had. They had lifeguard. I put moderate for that. They actually asked me about lifeguarding. I'm really glad they did not put me in lifeguarding now that I'm like done my program. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was. I don't really remember, but those are all the ones I really remember. I put like, I was, I did not put no for any, I don't think. Or maybe wow. house person. I think that was the only one I put no for. The rest, I was like, I will be anywhere. I just want to be at Disney World. I'm like, so it was my first time applying too. So I didn't know. I heard people who hadn't gotten after four tries. And I was like, I don't want to be picky. I just want to get in. Right. So Right. Exactly. I, I thought the same way. There was a couple that I put no interest for. And I think it was, well, it was lifeguard because that. You, you do not want to see me as a lifeguard. Let's just say that. Um, I think it was custodial, maybe. And then I think that might have been it. Maybe house person, too. But most of the stuff I did put somewhat of an interest in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so. What'd I you guess put for food and beverage? I think I put moderate. Okay. Because I said, as a hospitality major, like you have to, like, you have to put that on there you can't like say like no to food and beverage that would look bad yeah but um i mean i i i went into that saying oh like i'll do that but that it wasn't at my top yeah choice. that's how it was for me too but like my top were attractions and character attendant and merchandise those were like my top three yeah um, so that's a lot but, of people's top three, honestly. Like a lot of people want those roles, and it's s- sad because there's not a lot of well for merchandise. There is, I feel like for character attendant, there's not a lot of people accepted in that role. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I think that's a very small role. I think your top three, top four, uh, food and beverage, custodial, merchandise, and attractions. Those are like the four big ones, I think. I remember, too, that, like, a lot of, at least for when I applied, a lot of, well, I know we applied around the same time, but from the May 20th date, because I remember after selecting that, everybody was talking. It was a lot of alumni who got character attendant, 
So I think that may have like a lot to do with it too, because I mean, because I feel like the alumni probably selected less, no going into it. You know, they probably just put like character attendant attractions, like what they really wanted instead of being more broad, like the rest of us, you know? So I feel like they would get it over us because we're more open to working other places because it was our first time, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah. yeah I so. think so. I think so. Uh, before I get into my origin story, um, Amanda's here. So hello, Amanda. Good hello. To see you. I think, um, I think Amanda went to Disney World recently. I can't remember. I think she might have said that. If you did, I hope you had fun. And if you didn't, oh yeah, then I hope. You I wish I could soon. be at Disney World. I think I think she did. I'm not sure. Somebody was. Somebody was in here recently and said they were going to Disney. Wasn't World. it Aiden? It was Aiden. It was Aiden too. But yeah, oh Amanda she did. <laughs> well, we hope you had a magical time, and I'm yeah. jealous because I want to go back so bad. <laughs> and I see some questions rolling, and we will take those soon. Uh, so my cast member beginnings. Um, uh, it was 1997. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually what's really funny is I came across this project that I did in it's like second grade and it was like a little book that we wrote. Oh. Um, and in the back they had like a, and the, the, the book was about my trip to Disney world for whatever year that was right it was it's a cute i'll have to show you sometime but we'll yes. show, I'll, I'll read it no <laughs> but um story time with matt <laughs> story time with matt you know what we'll see um but um and in the back they did like a biography of the author me and it said matt wants to work at disney world oh, <laughs> fast forward so fast forward to college i kind of got to college I'm like i'm not really sure exactly what i wanted to do yet um so i went to like my advisor or whatever they call them and i'm like and she's like what do you want to jump with your life i don't know i have no idea i'm like a little freshman i have no idea and she's like well like what do you like i'm like i like going on vacation i like disney world i love disney and she's like did you ever think of hospitality management i said no i didn't take hospitality management wow. And then I'm like, well, I got to the Disney college program. Problem was a lot of colleges don't give a lot of credits for that. I, I got I no got, credits. I think I could have gotten three because I was hospitality major, but that's it. Three is like, I don't think you got like class. 12. Like, I don't understand how like some places give more than that. I got none. Yeah, but for you being a hospitality major, you should have at least got like five or six. Yeah. Honestly, I I loved my school, and I'm not gonna mention any names or anything like that. But um, it, like they, they weren't like super connected to the Disney College program. Yeah, um, mine too. But so, you know, I said, well, you know what I'm gonna do because I knew if I went down and did the Disney College program, I would not want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I wanted to work, right? So I'm like, well, let's let's go for it at the end because you can apply up to a year i think it might be even be longer now well now it's nothing we know but i think it was at that point a year after you graduated it's so like all right all right good i got like two or three shots to get in at the end so i got in my first shot like you did alexis so because we're the cream of the crop no um <laughs> but uh yeah and my inter I, I, you know i okay well, let me ask you this question i'm not sure if you said it how long after you applied did you get your web-based interview 
two weeks. It took forever. Two weeks. I was so scared. Good. Just like me, because I, I was feeling so like I thought I wasn't dejected. getting in. I yeah. remember checking the group the group page every single day, seeing people yeah, look at it. That got bad. I did the same mm -hmm. thing, and that got bad. No, but bad. I remember. I remember in I was in biology lab. Should not have been on my phone, by the way. Uh, I was on my phone because I was checking the Disney stuff. I remember seeing my little marker or tracker of my progress get moved over to the next spot so it, it was like received and then it was like in progress or looking mm -hmm. at or something i was like oh i started crying then i was like oh my god they may actually ask me for an interview because normally it's sometimes usually in received and then you don't get in at all or uh, something like that right, so it got right. moved over i start crying i go in the hallway because i'm like i can't see people see me cry and then like i go back in it says, congratulations, you got website interview. I was on my phone again, by the way. I left the lab again. I go in the hall and cry again because I was like, I did not think I was going to get this. And so it was like a really good day. Uh, that I cried more then than I did actually getting in, which is kind of sad. But like, <laughs> like it was a good moment. Sorry, I kind of yeah. pulled the whole story no, there. No, that, that's good because that, that segues perfectly into like how my experience kind of went. I, I wasn't in school when I, I got my... Uh, thing I was off that day but um I remember like it was a couple weeks and then I saw my tracker move too just like you to in progress and then I'm like oh it's got to be coming it's got to be coming I got the email I'm so excited right and I'm like okay I need to calm down a little bit before I take this thing yeah if we have time I said let me let me eat lunch and just right do that I take the web interview that was easy pretty easy I mean um the questions were not difficult but you just gotta be careful they used to stay consistent kind of thing and yeah confer things like questions were like do you smile a lot absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> do uh, do you work in do you work in, do you have you worked in stressful environments yes i have yes do i you have work well groups of course <laughs> <laughs> my life is a stressful environment does that count no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so you know you go into that you get the phone interview right away they tell you right away yeah, which is nice. Um, so I, I scheduled that for when the next off day I had, which was a couple of days. And if you could see behind me, my desk is sort of like in like three separate panels, we'll call it. I got this side, you got the middle, my computer is, and then you got the left. I had notes on these two <laughs> side panels, taped up, completely taped up. And I said, okay, I have everything. I'm ready. I'm going to, I got these notes here. I got all the questions. They probably didn't ask me many of those questions that were on my notes that I picked. I'm like, okay, this are the questions where I had the longest answers for. Those are the ones they probably never asked me. But um, I remember just never looking at the notes once. As soon as I started talking to the cast member on the yeah, end, it just happens. And then I, I was enjoying it actually. Like, I was like, all right, let's keep guys. This is great. We're talking about Disney or whatever. And, uh, um, and we talked a lot about the Jungle Cruise. That was my, one of my dream roles. Mm -hmm. Attractions, Jungle Cruise. I wanted to, like, do the spiel and everything and thought that would have been so fun. Um, and they asked me about attractions. They asked me about, uh, maybe, merchandise i don't know i don't even remember everything photography they asked me about photo pass oh god uh, i don't think i could have done photo pass as much as i love taking pictures i taking pictures of other people would be I stressful think it been because good I, at that 
I think but the thing is, that. is that I like like a perfect picture. You don't have that much time with people, so and you need to be spot on right away. Like I gotta go click, 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 be done. If I would have messed up one little thing, it'd be like, okay, I want to retake. Uh, I'd be there for like forever. So <laughs> right, like, the uh, castle's me, a little not... bit off center. So let me just <laughs> right, guys, your line little... would be so long. <laughs> so. Uh. But yeah, but you know, like Nate always says when we talk about this, he goes, they're going to ask you like a thousand questions and then give you a role that you hardly talked about. And that's exactly what happened for me. I remember when they asked me, uh, they were like, um, we would, uh, how would you feel about doing food and beverage? And I'm like, well, I like to eat Disney food. <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> oh, my I, God. Clearly it worked because... About, They're like, all right, this guy's good. This is, this is yeah, because it was only a few days later I got the acceptance email and I got quick service and I said, oh, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be a learning experience because like you, oh, I never did sure. food. Never worked in food. Um, so I was like, okay, but, here we go. Let's see how this is going to work. I'm like, I, no matter what I got, I was accepting it because I wanted to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you have that little moment where you're like, food, ooh, I don't know. I did. I See, for it. me, though, when I thought food, I thought, like, popcorn stand, I thought cashier and, right. like, and, like, easy stuff. I didn't think what we ended up getting. I guess we were kind of lucky. Uh, not lucky. <laughs> I mean, we were lucky. We had a good location. But I mean, we kind of were, like, rare in the food and beverage where we had to do a lot more, like, yeah. manual stuff. You know what I mean? Not that I'm saying that other food and beverage jobs are hard. I mean, they're all hard and they all have their goods and bads. But, like, for us, we had, like, a lot more to do back there right. than, like, so now, I you know, imagine. So now, let's fast forward now to actually working in food and beverage. I mean, obviously, before that, you have the whole moving in process, and that could be a whole other episode. And you have traditions, which is very nice, and uh, your orientation to Disney, and it's magical and fun. One question I will ask you about traditions, because I, I know for me this was a dream come true, but what was your uh, feeling the first time walking into the Utilidors under the Magic Kingdom? Like, how did you feel? Oh, my God. I was like, this is so cool. I did not, were not what I expected them to look like, of course. I thought that they would be, like, fancier, but, I mean, I get why they look like that, because, you know. They need to get stuff through all that. But I was I was like, I'm under the castle. And they were like, you're under the castle right now. I'm like, I was blown away. And I was like, right. this is where I'm at. I'm like, I am working here. I get to go under all these people. And I get to like, I was just so happy I got Magic Kingdom for my location. And so it was so cool that I got to see all that. And I remember going up into the park after seeing you going up through backstage and I felt so special. I was like, this is so cool. I just came from backstage and nobody would have known. Like, I felt, like, amazing. Right. It was one of the coolest feelings in the world to come out from backstage. So it was something I was always intrigued by. I was like, what is back there my whole life? And I was like, I finally get to see that and go behind the scenes. So it was really cool for me. How about you? You know, it's such an interesting thing. And I don't know you felt this way like I do, but you know, a lot of people always kind of ask that question. Like when you go backstage, does it ruin the magic? Does it kill the magic? And I say, no, it enhances it so much more because you see how everything works. And then every time I walked back on stage, it was amazing that I was transported immediately back into that immersive fantasy world. 
every time I walked back up from the Attila doors, whether I was going to the Magic Kingdom after work or whatever, and I came back out and I walked onto Main Street, it was like, oh wow, I'm just in the Magic Kingdom. Like I, I love it doing change. that. Like, like it's almost like uh, this is how um, I was kind of picture it at the moment that I related to. It's like the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy exits her house and goes into Munchkinland for the first time and you see it goes from black and white to color that's what like going backstage at Disney World yeah. stage is like it's that exact moment where it's like oh like what I had here is really good back but look at the you know it changed it's amazing um but yeah like you know it's just so cool to see how it all worked and to me like that stuff never got old yeah I mean for- I, like like stuff gets routine in a sense like we're not every time we go to work we don't take picture of the disney world archway sign every time we go to work like if you're on vacation right but it's it it just it's still so magical every moment um even even the bad days you find magic in it so and for me too people pay to see backstage and we got to see it every day like all the time for free we got paid to (laughs) see that right Right. Like exactly. it was cool, and like they did a lot of cool stuff backstage. Like I, another lucky thing about us getting Magic Kingdom is that before the Christmas party, they would have like characters down there for us to meet, which is really cool. Right. And right, and like people wouldn't like when you're standing on the Magic Kingdom on the, you know upstairs in the Magic yeah. Kingdom, and you wouldn't think that there's like a whole DJ downstairs playing some tunes and. Cast yeah, are lined us- up to take pictures with Mickey or Minnie or Chip and Dale for in their Christmas outfits. Like that's yeah. what I found so cool is like there was, like the the cast members are just as enthusiastic, for the most part, about being at Disney as the guests. Um, and you know Amanda hits it right here on the head. You know it adds to the magic because you see all the hard work that goes into the happiest place on earth. Ah, I- absolutely, you just see the stuff, and it, it never, you know, both locations I worked at. You know, whether it was Pecos or it was Magic Carpets of Aladdin in the Tiki Room, and I got to see these how things worked. It was like, wow, this is so cool. I love it. Um, so yeah, it, it's very no, cool. yeah, it was so cool to get it in your costume too. Like I, that's why I took one with every per- every time they had a character. I was like, I need to get a picture because like, right, it's such a unique... I wanted one in my costume. And what was so cool about us is we worked in multiple uh, areas in Pecos Bill. And we'll definitely explain more about that in a minute. But um, so we had a bunch of different costumes. You would take, you would have all these pictures of characters in different costumes. One was in our kitchen costume. One was in the uh, Adventureland costume, and all that. So it was really cool. Yeah, I had one in every single different. Every single picture is a different costume, which is really cool. So I love that. Exactly. All right. Before we get to our next part, let's uh, take some questions from the chat uh brendan says what's your favorite food or beverage mm. it was tough because you know if you go with the classic it sounds like a cop-out answer sometimes and you're like but then you're like but maybe that is my favorite i don't know Ooh. i don't know what do you think alexis does this count like does dollop count towards that or is that like talking yeah, about like traditional food, food? No, i would say like anything I would say I really like Dole Whip a lot. If I was talking about food food, though, I really like Satuli's Canteen. Like, their food there. I really enjoy eating there. Like, that's one of my favorite places to eat when I'm at Animal Kingdom. Um, but, yeah, I really like Dole Whip. Like, if I could get Dole Whip all the time, 
and they have so many different flavors. So it was really a dream for me to work there. Like I loved Dole Whip. Like it was my favorite thing as a kid. I mean, it still is. So getting to make it was pretty cool. But yeah, Dole Whip or uh, I would say any of the food at Animal Kingdom quick service restaurants. Uh, very good, very good. So Animal Kingdom is fantastic. Yeah. yeah like, How about probably, you? Probably like Satuli Canteen would be my favorite quick service restaurant. Um, so much food. Snack wise, a Dole Whip is certainly up there. Those soft cream cheese pretzels are so good too. I never had. Well, I'm definitely getting one when I go. Oh my gosh! Because we never remember we're gonna get one, and oh, we close. were gonna get one, and then well, the People Mover broke down, but that wasn't. Uh... I think it might have even been closed before that. Anyway, but that thing kept closing early, and we never got to do it. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'll say that. That'll be my answer. The simple pretzels are so good, too, as Amanda said. Like, they're different than the Mickey pretzels. They the are. The simple pretzels are so good. They taste different. And I don't know if it's because you're standing in Animal Kingdom or I don't know. They're good, but different. They're way better. A, they, yeah. You know what? Honestly, I think it's the shape. It's like, it's like how it cooks in the shape. Do you think it's a different company who makes the simple one versus the make you one yeah, it's a possibility I, it's a good question i don't really know it's just so pure it brings me it brings me joy <laughs> oh my god uh, um what's the best part of food and beverage it's like hard. working food and beverage well it depends where i worked in food and beverage because there's like best parts no, <laughs> uh, when we got free food <laughs> as i said as I said in my college program interview, eating it. No. <laughs> um, um, ooh, I think, yeah, again, it depends on where you work. So if, if I was making Dole Whips working in Adventureland, it was giving out like a magical moment Dole Whip. I think that was fun. And it was, it, I just really loved doing that. Um, and I like making Red's Revenge the best. I don't know why. It just... That was the one I, was I hated best at. making Red's Revenge. I was I was best at that one, and I'm like, well, I like it. Now. I didn't like the chocolate on top. I like when they got that rid of that. Yeah, that was hard to get out of. The, oh, do you know what was so hard to make too? You weren't there for when we were making the the Kakamore. Not Kakamore. I made Kakamore. Not Kakamore. What is it? No, the pop rock one. What is it yes, called? I lava you? La oh, I lava you Wait, but I was there for like the beginning. And you of made it. it wrong. I remember I made it wrong. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so oh what you're gosh. supposed to do is put probably Fanta. shouldn't have said that live. <laughs> you're supposed to put Fanta, red Fanta in the bot in the bottom, and orange throw up on top. Matt switched it and did orange Fanta. And strawberry Dole Whip on top, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. I mean, yeah. close enough. It, it was great because I thought I had made it right, like, for such a while. And then I was and hanging you out talk with you one me. day in the parks. And we were, we were talking about, like, hey, you do this. And, and you were like, Matt, that's not how you make it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, too late. <laughs> yeah, but Pop Rocks would get in my hair anyway. But, like, my favorite part, I guess... If I was in the kitchen, my favorite part was definitely when CPs were back there because, like, talking to everybody was so fun. I love talking back there and being on the line. Uh, that was really fun for me. So that was definitely my favorite part was the line is where we, like, assembled the tacos and, like, we I, I was made just going to say. <laughs> so, like, it was, it was just where we made the food. I liked that a lot because time went by quicker than uh, yeah, as it was fast paced. 
even though it was a little hot sometimes it was nice because if you had like good people on your line so if like i and matt there's three people on the line so me and matt were on the line it was a good time because we were just talking and then making food at the same time so that's what i like singing yeah singing yes that's true (laughs) um if i was front of house i liked being cash registered because i like talking to the guests i like getting their food i got to throw a magical moment sometimes that was fun for me because they weren't expecting it because like i wasn't buy food but i'd be like i'll be right back i'd bring them something which i was kind of nice i think one time i gave a family a churro and they were super shocked so i was super happy doing that that was my favorite part um same thing with Adventureland for Matt. Like, I like giving away the free dollops. That was my favorite part. Or magical moment. Not free dollops. I mean, I would give, like, I would, not that I give, like, a bunch of them. I would just, like, well, I did over my time. Anyway, I sound very contradicting. Every time I got to give a magical moment, though, that was really fun. I yeah, only gave I think- magical moments uh, once once every time I was working, not a, a gazillion, just so people don't think I was that type of person who's like, free do it for you, for you, for you. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, overall, the, the two best parts were the people, both the people I got to work with and the guests. Um, and believe me, there's crazy guest stories too. We all know that. But. I think overall, you know, I've always enjoyed my guest interactions. Um, And then it's the learning experience, learning so many different roles and learning how to learning how to like strategize. Oh, yeah. Because you had to do that in the kitchen. Like that was very different than when I worked at attractions. When I was in attractions, it was okay. You would have like some problem solving moments, but most of mostly you just push the button and the carpets fly, and you make sure nobody stands up, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Which is very important, very important job, and I love that job as well. But in the kitchen, you had to strategize, and and everywhere the stands too. You had to say, okay, how much of this do we have left? Do we need more of this? How many people do we have in line? What's the fastest way to do this? Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't always clear. There was a system to everything. And it worked well. But, you know, every once in a while, you have these situations that came up that were like, okay, how do I kind of fix this? And, you know, if there's a problem with the food, we got to fix blah, blah, blah. So it's quick oh thinking my goodness. on your feet. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's a lot of quick thinking. I remember front of house one time. Um, like, if you need something, you're supposed to ask the kitchen. And so one time I just went back and grabbed it. Since I'm kitchen trained, it's technically okay. I mean, I wore my hair net and I washed my hands and did all that. But that was the kind of nice thing about being trained in both places is that you knew what was go- going on in both places. Like, I know, Matt, you didn't work front of house very often. But, like, you knew, like, what was going on now up there and in the right. back. Which was like, I think everybody should have gotten trained in both, even though they were primarily working in one area, because we were more well rounded on what was going on, you know. Right, and you know, I remember going into my program, and especially when I knew I was going to be in the kitchen, and everything. I said, "Well, I want to learn as much as I can. I want to be yeah. in many different roles because that'll build up my skills." And I think that you know they were pretty good with that. Like I. I felt it was, you know, you talk to, you know, your leaders and everything like that and you express interest in it and you'll be able to do it, especially with the college program. You know, they want you to learn, too. And yes, it's cheap labor, but it's also that, you know, it's a learning experience and it's a high quality one at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I learned I was tell people I I learned more on my Disney college program than I did in my four years of college. So, you know, um, but certainly my four years in college was a good base for 
jumping into the Disney experience, but you've learned so much there just from yeah. the experience. I got I got lucky too being a trainer, even though it was for a short time. I got to be a trainer there too in the kitchen. So Oh, that was so cool. Everything all my wisdom from the eight months I was there. So that was really cool for me. And I was surprised I wasn't surprised that I got it because they after I asked them they said that it was they would consider it. But I was just surprised that I was one of the only people to get it because there was a lot of good CPs back there. You know, I think maybe it's because I extended that I got it because like not a lot of CPs stayed after I after the extension. Yeah. So that's probably why I got it. I don't know why I had to. I didn't need to explain that. But anyway, yeah, that was really cool for me, yeah, too. I mean, so. I, you know, I thought uh, you certainly if you stayed, that. If you stayed, there. you probably could have got it, too, though. You were really yeah. good. Towards yeah, the end, I, like you, they came to you for a lot. You were filtering fryers. You were like doing a lot of stuff. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure we will get deeper into that as the show goes on tonight. But you know, I I think um, you know, what was great, you know, I I mentioned the people, right? And I think, you know, not to get too, uh, whatever mushy gushy about all this stuff, <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, meeting you and certainly, you know, we became such great friends like that. And I think we worked so well together that we we continue to push each other to work harder and to be continue to to learn stuff. And I think that's why we both did so well is because we had that support, not just from the leaders and our coordinators, but also from each other and from some of our friends as well. Yeah, because when I wanted to get cross-trained front of house and stands, the person I go to is Matt. Like, I would tell Matt about all my, like, stuff. I would be like, oh, I talked to this leader today. They said they would consider it. I'd be like, and I was like, I just want to be able to make guests happy and all this. And I remember the day I got pulled from the kitchen to be on a cash register for, like, five minutes. It was right after my training. <laughs> I would, I had to beg, basically, because they were like, oh, we found someone who's already in a front of house costume. I'm like, please, just let me do it. I literally was like, please, I, I will do anything for five minutes out there with guests. And I came back, and I go to Matt, and I'm like, I did it. I, I made it. I talked to guests. <laughs> I was, you I made it to the back. big time. <laughs> <laughs> Who little did I know my whole, like a couple weeks after that, that was all I was going to be doing. Being with guests, I got stands trained. But like back then, like all my goals, all my stuff, I would go to Matt for. So even when I wanted to be a trainer, I went to Matt. So like, it was nice because we found people back there who you could like go to and tell them about, oh, if you're having a hard day or, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. And you kind of like balance off each other, you know? So. Right. And, you know, like I said, you know, we, we support each other because we're all going through the same thing. So we, it was that mutual understanding and support that really made the hard work that working in a quick service location is, especially in the magic kingdom. Um, it made it so much easier knowing that it was a team effort. Um, all right. This is a good question. Which Disney Parks food would you like to make other than the ones that you have already made? So something that you didn't mm -hmm. make, but you would like to make. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think where I want it to be placed. So I really wanted to be in the Magic Kingdom, I remember. But I also really wanted to be in Animal Kingdom. I don't remember. Like, I think it would have been cool to be at Satuli's Canteen or Flame Tree or one of those places. Because I don't know, like... I always loved Animal Kingdom. I love the costumes. Like, I loved how simple yes. they were. It was, like, the same blue or red shirt with the shorts. 
And I thought that would have been cool to be in Animal Kingdom. I also wanted to, I knew, I didn't come in at the time for that, but I wanted to do food and wine. I thought that would have been cool too, but I obviously didn't come in when they needed food and wine people because I came in in May, food and wines in November. So I really would have loved to been at some of the food and wine stands because I remember for them, they got rotated. So like, I know I wouldn't be making the food there, but like, I would have been like, with guests and all that and it would have been cool to see all the different types of food being made by these like culinary experts you know so um but yeah making oh tachos that's what i would love to have made being at i was gonna say the same thing i was because yeah. I, I will be looking at those like oh that's really good i would yeah, love I would to say... learn how that goes on back there because it's so small but i know that they like yeah. make a lot of good food their food is really good there so i would have loved it to is. if i was in the kitchen there I would have been interested in making food back there. That would have been yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I would say Woody's lunchbox would be fun for the food, um, but I feel like it it would be. Hot but for like, there. say, like front of house wise, like you weren't making anything with the food, but you had like location. Like, where would you want to be? Like, you didn't have to like make any of the food. I think you know what's funny is like when I found that quick service, I'm like, you know, it'd be great, Pecos Bill. Literally, I said actually. That. Yeah, because I I used to go to that restaurant every year on our vacations. I still yeah, I never ate there back. before. When I went to Magic Kingdom, I went to Cosmic Rays just because you know Cosmic Rays is there, it has chicken nuggets, has the basics. It's right there. That's, that's the one place I did not want. That's the one I was like specifically like. I really hope I don't get it, only because that place is so busy. It's and like, crazy. I know Pecos is pretty busy, but like I don't think it's anywhere in comparison to Cosmic Rays. Like, I mean at times it is, it just depends. And I know we're one of the busiest there, but like I could not imagine working at Cosmic Rays. Like I, it's like busy on a whole different level, I think at least. But I mean a lot yeah. of their stuff in the kitchen was very similar to us. Like they had their line. They were just making different food. So I think we probably would have been doing be about constantly... the same stuff. They must be constantly making burgers at and fries though too. Think about the, fri the fries. See, like the fries, I think would have been hard because yeah, I remember working in Frontierland one day and we made fries and like we constantly were making fries. But think yeah. about how fries came with everything at Cosmic Rays, right? Like literally the everything. The burgers, everything. So they yeah. need to have dozens of fries. They probably have to have like four or five, probably like six or seven fries back there. They have to have a lot. Like there's no way they only had like two. No, we had four. Oh yeah, no. I think I, I think Cosmic's Kitchen is a little bigger, for sure. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, I digress. Aiden's <laughs> going back to Disney. So lucky. Good for you, Aiden. Have a great time. Uh, yes, Enjoy the Christmas fun. festivities and the food. Yes. yes, always the food. Always the That's Disney Christmas about food because because we know food we know attractions is just something you do in between the meals. You know, mm -hmm. just to build up your appetite again. Uh, Amanda got to go on Rise twice, so that's yeah, that's, that's great. Fantastic. It's fantastic, Rise isn't is it? I mean, it's just it's like a whole other experience. Uh, yes. and I'm not gonna go into that because we don't want to spoil spoil anything. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, we have some other good questions coming up, but let's rewind for a little bit because we s certainly got into a lot of stuff that maybe. Needs some explaining. So sure. let's go back to how things work at where we worked without, you know, uh, you know, giving away too much. Mm -hmm. but just to give a peek behind the curtain, as Walt would say. 
Um, so you have we, we worked in the kitchen mostly. And I remember walking in that first day of training and seeing oh my God. and I'm like I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing the broiler. The broiler is what I saw the first time, and I was like, broiler, my mouth yeah. dropped. The broiler, the fryers, everything. People moving fast. I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, I hope I can. But everything's a learning experience. And then I said, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm pretty, you know, a pretty good learner, right? And then you know I'm sitting on we're sitting on break and Alexis knows where this story is gonna go I think. No, <laughs> And you know, um, Alexis walks by and I didn't know Alexis wait, yet. Wait, did you see? So you saw what happened? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me get to first because I don't think I saw it. But but all I remember is somebody asked you. Uh, so how's everything going? And you're like, yeah, it's, you know, it's. it's I remember. <laughs> And you said, it's getting easier because I'm getting the hang of it now. I've been here for a few weeks. <laughs> the same day, Alexis dropped a bunch of trays. <laughs> so it was great, okay. though. Here, here's the tea, okay? So uh, I was really bad when I started. Like, really, 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 really bad. Never worked in the kitchen. I'm very clumsy. I remember Carmen. I, I saw Carmen. She was training you that day. Oh, I remember. She asked me how it was going. I said, I'm doing better. Like, I, I'm getting more used to it. Uh, that was a little bit of, like, a fib. I was getting better, but I was not doing better. I was not the best. I remember they needed trays. The trays were on these carts. Their wheels would get stuck, and they would jam, and it was a mess sometimes because they would get caught in food, you know, because we're in a kitchen. The trays were piled up pretty high. I was pushing them, and I was supposed to go through the dish room to where they made the food but that day there were so many people in the district was a busy day so i was like let me go around through the outside all the way around instead really bad idea on my part i should have not went outside at all with those trays i hit a grate in the ground about 100 trays just flew all over and it was right by the break table so every single person and you saw me. Two of my trainers saw me do that. Um, a lot of the CPs were on break, and they saw me. Um, it was a little bad. Um, it was more than bad. I, I messed up, and all those trays had to be rewashed, so I felt really bad. Um, but yeah, so that happened. I never did that again. I did drop trays again, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> that's but, another story. <laughs> but those carts were just really hard to push, and I probably um, should not have went through outside. But I mean, it's a learning. It was a learning progress, a learning thing. But yeah, yeah so absolutely, and I, I think the whole ten months that we were there for me it was maybe like eight or eight months, I think. Well, um, but. Uh, those the whole time was a learning experience, you know. I, I, but I remember those, those grates, you know, would get. I remember when I was pushing the the filter for the fryers, and sometimes that the base would start where the oil was. By the way, would start to pop out. I'm like, whoa, because <laughs> you don't want to spill hot oil. Oh, I'm um, so glad they never asked me to do that. Because I got trained when I was stance trained, but I am really glad they never like came to me for that. Because I would have not you, been able to. That, that was an interesting thing. Um, because I remember being trained for it and I'm like, oh, this is pretty simple. Right. But like it, it always depended on what the situation was. So for all you guys out there, filtering fires is basically cleaning out the fryers because the oil gets all dirty because, um, 
Best food in it. Chips get to the bottom, and uh, over at Golden Oak Outpost, which is next to Splash Mountain, would always get like chicken fingers and fries and all like goop would get at the bottom. Really, mm, like you looked at that and you're like, mm, I can't wait to eat. Um, no, but it, it, what was nice about it was it was like so quiet, especially when you're in Golden Oak Outpost, uh, which we called Goo for short, which I always liked. But um, it was always nice and quiet, and you just you know did your thing and whatever and. Uh, once you got used to it, it was easy. I was always nervous, though, pushing that through the dining room. Because you had to go through the dining room. Oh, yeah. To get to Golden Oak Outpost. And it's, uh, sometimes a kid would just run clear across the, the aisleway, and you're like, oh, God. Because, like, I was always so Oh, especially nervous. after you filter it, too. Isn't that oil hot still? That's right. That's the problem. It's not going. Well, actually, it, well, because sometimes you would do... The, all the fryers and Pecos, and then you would go over to Golden Oak Outpost right after, and do all of them, depending on who was there. But it's interesting. Oh, that must have been hard. And that stuff, uh, you know, when you talk about stuff like that, that's the stuff you really don't think about when you're there as a guest. Um, you don't think about like them cleaning the fryers out because you're just eating your food, right? Um, same thing with like trash is constantly going up and down into the utilidors. I found that amazing. Yeah. And yes, I'm sure some of you guys out there have heard if you've read into Disney history about the, you know, the shoot, the, the AVAC system, it was called, that would take the trash down through its tube system. Oh my it's God. Very interesting. But sometimes that thing would get backed up too. I have but... a story about that too. I remember one day this guest came up to me. I was front of house and he had like a really thick accent. And I, so I thought he said, my son threw his toy in the garbage. Uh, can you like, go and see who took it and like because someone just took the trash and so i go to the coordinator i'm like i think somebody's toy got dumped on the avac and so they went and get got one of those like those little cards like where you can replace it or whatever Uh (laughs) coordinator goes up he's like my son's retainer went in the trash can and so somebody dumped their retainer they dumped their retainer down the a back and i felt so bad because i got like a leader to give him the thing and it wasn't they couldn't do anything and i felt so bad because retainers are so expensive but like once something goes down the a back it's gone like there's no hope unfortunately so place of no return after that but yeah. yeah so so Poor people. Uh, what was what was um I guess overall, what was your experience of working in the kitchen? What was your favorite part? And you know, like what did you learn out of that particular so, location? Yeah, so I mean the kitchen is very fast paced. Like there's people ordering, ordering, ordering. We had mobile order and we had regular order to do at a time. I remember the first time I was broiler catcher, for sure, uh, there was a lot. Our burgers are pretty popular. It's like one of our more, most ordered things besides yeah. maybe our fajita platters. Um, so, like, I was supposed to catch the burgers coming out of the machine and prepare them, bring them to the lines that were preparing them. They were holding, and I was not going fast. I was kind of stressed out because they're just flying kind of out at you, not literally, but, like, flying onto the thing. And they were needing burgers. They kept saying, we need burgers, we need burgers, we need burgers. But then 
one of the full-time ladies, Lisa, she came and helped me on my first day. And she was like, you got this, you got this, it's okay. Like helping me. So I think like what I tried to do ever since I started there, there was moments where like it was hard and some of the full-timers at times would not be the best, but like a lot at the beginning, there was a lot of people helping me. And so I remember when new people would come in, I was like, I'm going to be there for them. I want to help them. Like I was helped because it's crazy at the beginning. And like, you need help when you first start, like even you have your training, it's not done. Your training continues. So I enjoyed the most meeting the new people and helping them. And I think I learned how to work in fast paced situations. And I learned how to deal with stress back there. And I just learned how to like, deal with people because we had a bunch of people from all over the world back there we had people of all different ages all different yeah. types of cps and we learned how to handle every single person back there and become friends or make relationships while making food and i don't know i took a lot out of it and i think that's why i wanted to be a trainer is because i enjoyed like working with other people back there and helping people i just like that everybody kind of had your back there was there's sometimes where you know it's a hard day and you kind of have to do a lot on your own, but usually if you need help, there's someone back there to help you. And that's what I loved about working in the kitchen right. the most is the friendships. Yeah. Like, I think that's why that's like, out of all, everywhere I worked, the kitchen was my favorite towards the end because like, there's so many people back there that it, it's like a family, you know? And I know that a lot of people probably doing their program say that, but it's really true is that the people you meet back there are like your family. You're back there eight hours a day or more five days a week and you become friends with them or you make like some sort of connection with them regardless like whether you think you will or you won't you do like you know everybody you know and that was the cool thing about that like I think I knew every single person in that kitchen whereas front of house and stands I didn't because you don't really work as much with people while you're up front you know it's a lot more on your own so I got to yeah. know people on a different level back there. So I think that's what I enjoyed. I think I enjoyed me meeting the people and like and working with people back there the most, which that was a long spiel, but yeah. So that was my favorite part of the kitchen. How, how about you, Matt? Yeah. I mean, what, what did you take I, away? I, <laughs> thank you. What did you take um, away from your experience? <laughs> um, I mean, echoing a lot of what you said. You know, I, I think the most extraordinary thing was that it was always a team effort. Always. People always had your back. And you're right about that. And uh, it always went both ways. And I think because people did that for you, you so eagerly wanted to do that for them. I remember another time during closing, um, uh, there's another CP who was closing the broiler for the first time. And she kind of needed, like, help. She wasn't 100% sure. So I walked her through the entire thing. And helped her out and told her, you know, okay, take this piece, take it. Because there's a lot of pieces. You had to take mm -hmm. the whole thing apart, essentially. It's a lot of pieces. But I enjoyed it, though. Like, once you were done, it was almost like playing, like, Jenga or something. You just had to find the right ones. There's a whole tower to tumble down. Putting um, together the broiler, that was a whole different thing. I just, Yep, I, I never you. did that. So, <laughs> which, maybe I'll ask you about that. But, you know, we'll have to talk about that one technically off camera because I want to know every single piece. But anyway, um, but, and I think, you know, cause somebody helped me the first time I closed the broiler and that person walked me through it. So I said, oh, well, 
when somebody like I didn't hesitate because I think you're in that environment and it's so like it's stressed to do that. You know what I mean? Like you have like it's emphasized by the leadership um, and all the coordinators and everybody in there that this is what we're here. We're here. We're, if we work together, it's going to come out much better than if you try to, you know, ignore the rest mm-hmm. of the cast. And I, the, the kitchen definitely had that more than any other location I worked. Even attractions. Yes, you're talking to your other cast members or communicating with them, but you're mostly dealing with the guests. Uh, because there's certainly well, we're going to talk about the, those guest facing roles in a minute, um, because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stories about those, too. Um, so, yeah, but I think the, the kitchen was such a unique place and probably overall was certainly where we worked the most. And I think it certainly has a special place in our heart. And I think we secretly that was our favorite place to work or maybe not so secretly. It was mine. I it <laughs> definitely was like. There were so many good moments back there. I remember, like, on New Year's er, and everything, like, working back there. And, like, I love when they would, like, let us go see the parades. And, like, they, like, cared about us. Like, I love that they, like... Like, I remember on after 4th of July, we all had, like, a little nacho party to give us nachos. I don't think you were working that day. Or maybe you did. did. You just got out early. I uh, I worked early that day. Yeah, but like, uh, I just I loved it back there. Like, I had so much fun with people back there. Like, just I would sing so uh, towards the end, especially because at like after being there for a full year, you know, everybody like I knew every single person, I knew what they like liked or what they didn't, I knew how to act with different people. And honestly, helping the new CPs was my favorite thing. I remember only working there for like two weeks and I was closing new CPs were coming. I'm like, this is how you do this. And I felt like this like level of pride. <laughs> You're like, I'm, of, like, I'm the senior CP here. <laughs> and I wasn't like, I really wasn't like I was still new right. and I was still learning myself. But like helping the other CPs brought me a lot of joy. I remember probably like I didn't do this with you guys, but like I did it like. So, so some of the new trainees would come in and I'd go talk to them and be like, hey, I'm Alexis. If you need me, just come to me. Like, it's going to be hard, but you guys got this. I would do that with, like, every new group coming in. And, like, I just, like, liked it because then I got to make friends with the new people. And, like, they kind of knew me and they needed help. They would come to me. And I did that so, like, I could make friends with them, you know? I did that with, like, Landry's group and then on. Mm-hmm. So... It was nice. I like like making friends with everybody. And so the friendships was my favorite part of the kitchen. I think like if you were working back there with people who you did not know or you didn't talk to, it wouldn't be nearly as fun, you know? Like if there was different people every day or something like that, I don't know. So but yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm talking too much about the kitchen, so <laughs> No, no, you're I think it was very insightful and I, I enjoy insightful. talking about the kitchen as always. Uh and we'll talk more about the broiler uh, on another show. No. Um but anyway, <laughs> let's let's uh let's move out to those guest facing roles. Um but you know, I, I think a good question to open it up comes from Amanda. What was your most memorable guest interaction? Ooh. Hmm. I think I have two Go first from, from my food and beverage time. And I, I feel like I talked about them a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to talk about them again because that's how memorable they are. Um, one time was I was working at Sunshine. Shout out to Orange Bird. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 
By the way, I love the orange bird, and I was so excited to work at Sunshine because the orange bird was behind me the whole time, and I love that. Um, but anyway, um, and I was working there. I was making whatever, and a couple girls come up, and they were doing the four parks one-day challenge, and being the Disney freak in a good way that I am, uh, I've, I'd already done that challenge twice, and so um, I, I was like, oh, I, they had the buttons on four parks one day i'm like oh you guys are doing it that's great like i asked them about it like what park they were on i think they were like halfway through and i'm like you guys got this you guys got this i'm like you know you're gonna need some energy though to finish it out and mickey he's he agrees he's gonna give you these your order but and i there i gave him their order for free so i gave him that red revenge and i think they got another dole whip they got like two things so i'm like red revenge is probably the most expensive thing on the menu i digress um so and then they get and uh, the girl was like she was leaving she's like you're getting a cast compliment and i'm like oh and i did so uh, yeah that nice that picture by the way is on our instagram at the magical adventures just a little plug so go follow that i thank you for plugging because that's i'm usually the one that shamelessly plugs most of the time i'm happy that somebody else did it tonight um my other one was um it was a dole-up situation this was over at aloha um it was a couple they just got married i think or it was their first anniversary one of those it was you know and it was close an anniversary enough. type thing <laughs> close <laughs> enough two weeks from here um and you know they come up and they have their order and um the girl asked me she goes you know uh what's like the best one to get i've never had dole whip before i'm like oh really I'm like well my favorite is i go through the whole thing my favorite's the pineapple vanilla swirl but the pineapple's the original i give them the whole period run. period period that is the best one <laughs> the pine which one the oh, pineapple, pineapple vanilla. vanilla swirl that's yeah, all that you have to get when you go like anyway i yeah. interrupt to keep going yes. go ahead I, I, we could talk about cherry pistachio float another day but um <laughs> and but anyway so i go through the whole rundown of everything we have on the menu and she's like oh i think i'll have that okay great and i'm like all right these are on mickey and i give it to them for free as well I'm like, that's great. You know, they, they go off like 15 minutes later, they come back and they're like, thank you so much. Like you made our whole day. And I'm like, oh. like, I don't do it to get the accolades, but like, it feels nice when somebody says like, you made my day today. Like, that's what we're, that's what we're there for. We're there to make the magic and to make magical gust experiences. Um, I probably have some other ones from Aladdin, but that's going to be for another show when we talk about attractions. That'll only be you on the show that I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll probably pull in a guest or two for that one, but um so yeah. So that's that. Uh what about you? What's your most memorable guest interaction? So mine okay, so this started out with the guest being a little upset, but then I kinda changed it. So it's not like a bad experience, but like it's just the one I remember the most. When I think about working with guests, this is what I think of. So I was working Pecos Bill, I was cash. Um I remember the ice. I think I've said this one before too. The dining plan though is kind of complicated, whereas it's different at every location. And so they wanted to do like you couldn't do a meal and a drink for your meal swipe, but they wanted to do a meal and a snack and that or a dessert. I mean, a meal and a dessert. And that isn't done at Pecosville. It's done at some of the other locations, but it was specifically not done there. Like we could not do it even if we really wanted to. So I told them this and the guest was pretty upset. He's like, I just, I, I don't understand how this dining plan works. It's different at every single location. And I don't understand how I, how it's like, he was pretty upset, like how this works. And so I rang him up like normal. I went 
I asked him what he wanted. Like, I was like, what would you have gotten? Like, while he was angry, he's like, I just wanted a churro. And I was like, okay. I rang him up. I grabbed him his churro. I come back and he was like shocked by over a churro. He, he was like, wow, thank you so much. He's like, you don't know. I'm, I wasn't like trying to take anything out on you. It was just such a stressful day. And I'm like, I get it. Disney is stressful. Like, don't worry about mm. it. And it, like, it changed his whole mood. Like, I think guests just like to be heard. And I was really happy that, like, I got to do something where it kind of changed how his day went, you know? Like, that's what I was there for. I'm there to, like, I, I'm there to make them, like, surprise them and make them happy. Like, and, like, those magical moments meant a lot to me, too, where they weren't expecting it. And I don't think this guest was expecting it either. That's why I gave it to him. But, like, to make him, like, when he's having a rough time and just to make him happy, like after that, you know, that means more to me too. Like means a lot more to me because like Disney's stressful and like Disney, you need to plan out for sometimes over a year, people plan their Disney vacation. Yeah. So if it's not going their way, I feel really bad for them because like you've been dreaming about this, you're there for your kids, you know? So like being able to make his day like a little better made me feel good, yeah. you know? So, no, but and then Aloha, I think probably me giving my first Dole Whip away to a child. Where, like, I remember doing that for the first time, and it felt so cool just being able to like be able to make a kid happy because I've never got to do that in the kitchen. Obviously, there's no kids back in the kitchen, so that would be very interesting if that were. But anyway, that's not what was. Ha I never got to see kids, so that was really cool. <laughs> it's like, it's not a kid walking to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Those are my two. I have a lot more for sure. I mean, they don't pop into my head as I would have to like think about it a little bit more. But those are the two that come to the top of my head was when I gave a kid her first Dole Whip and I helped the one father who had struggle with the dining plan. So, you know, yeah. 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 I think that's such an important part that you mentioned before is just listening to the guests and, you know, because I think a lot of situations can be fixed i you know mm -hmm. I think certain times there's nothing you can do and you know sometimes you gotta put the foot down because sometimes there are guests that try to beat around the rules but you know yeah but he's you know, but i i think a lot of times you have that situation where somebody's yeah. just so stressed and overwhelmed they're trying to figure stuff out and it's our job to help them and yeah and i could tell he was like genuinely like upset and like he like was kind of confused by stuff and that made me want to do it even more like he wasn't like trying he wasn't like telling me like how he deserved it or how it wasn't fair that i was right. doing it to him which i really respected he was just telling me he was upset overall because he didn't know how it worked which i can totally help with that like that's something i can do you know i can help make that better you know and it was really nice how even though he was stressed he wasn't like taking it out on me in any way you know yeah. so that was really nice and i'm glad i got to do something for him uh i hope the rest of his trip went pretty went okay i would love to see what happened to the rest of the guests like after you like see them you know what goes right, on right, in their like, day right right how did the rest of the day go you kind of do think that sometimes for sure um amanda says pineapple and raspberry is her favorite that's, that's a good pretty one good too. too i don't that's know i like don't think i ever ordered that one I remember trying it during training, but I don't remember ordering. I think I had one at Disneyland. You did because I have a picture of it. Uh, not that I like I have okay. his pictures, but like he sent me his pictures so I can yes. post them on the Instagram. Yes. So, 
Yes, I let All her right. edit them <laughs> for sure. Um, so going to the polar opposite of that last question, what was the toughest guest encounter you had? Like a bad experience that a guest was having that you had to deal with. So I'm going to uh, – there's two that pop my – one is not going to be food and beverage because that's the certainly the, the worst one that I had in terms of – how the guest acted. Now that's going to be, that's going to be a total bad experience. The other one I have is that the guest was having a bad, a rough time, but it was turned, it turned into a good one, but I'm going to start with the one that's not from food and beverage. I was working in the Tiki room and this family comes up, the mom and the kid going the thing and the dad runs off with the stroller and he's gone for like what feels like forever. And the show goes in, we close the show. Now, once the show is closed, you cannot let anybody else in. Dang. That's a safety that makes sense. issue. Yeah. Nobody else can go in. Nobody can go beyond the rope. Nobody can open the door themselves. It's a safety issue. People have snuck through that, and it's not good when it happens. So you cannot let anybody in. So this guy comes in, and I, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, you can't, you know... Go, he was asking to go. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You can't go in. It's a safety issue. He was getting really, really mad <laughs> that he couldn't go in. And he was, he was, uh, you know, he was yelling at me and whatever. And, Dang. And, and he's like, you don't know what it's like to have a kid and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he was still trying to go in. He wasn't like giving up. And I was like, okay, this is almost getting to the point where I got to call somebody <laughs> and say like, this is like, wow, I don't know. Right. But he, he, he wound up just leaving. You know, he's one of those like, you know, those like macho dads that are like, you know, yes, like they, you know, you know, um, but anyway, you. I'm like, I'm like, you can't, you can't come in. You can't come in. And he's like, I'm going to report you to guest relations. I'm like, okay, my name's Matt. Make sure you tell no, him. Did you actually Matt. say that? No, you oh yeah, not. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I, told, I told him my name. I'm like, I'm like, just like, just like, make sure you tell him it was Matt or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. In a nice Disney way. But I, you know, uh, I showed him my name tag just to make sure he, you know, got it right. Because um, I, I knew, you know, obviously I was not in the wrong. So there's nothing yeah. to report, right? And I'm like, hey, he goes to guest relations. He wastes 20 to 30 minutes on another line. So, you know, fine, right? Whatever. Anyway, that's the bad one. Um, the one that was kind of that I just actually remembered right now when Aiden asked this question. There was a uh, there was one day at Aloha where the mobile order line was super long. It went all the way down to the tiki room, the entrance to the tiki room, right? Um, and this lady comes up to me and she's like, um, the woman and or like who was standing in front of me in line, like she like pushed me out of the way, and this lady was like crying when she came up to me. <laughs> I felt so terrible. I said, I said. I said, uh, don't worry about it. I will get you your Dole Whip. Just hang hang tight right here. I'll go back and get it for you. Uh, what did you order? Show me what you ordered. Go back and get it right away. Probably gave her an extra wafer if we had one. I don't I don't remember. But wafers, oh my god. These things are pain in the neck to put in. Anyway, but you know, so and you know, sometimes like you said, those bad situations can get turned around to a good one. We try to do that ninety nine percent of the time. Sometimes you just there's a difficult guess that you can't do anything for like that first guest i mentioned but you know most of the time you get did you have oh i'm so sorry i interrupted you keep going no 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 no. i was sort of finished god did you have any more at aloha or like was that it 
like were guests like have you ever had any guests like be like angry at you at aloha like really like not really angry <laughs> oh my goodness i've had so much okay so i've had a lot uh but i'm not gonna go through a lot of them i'm just gonna go through them like guests just get stressed at aloha because it's a very long line and there's a lot of options and i totally get it and they have like 20 kids and they need to feed them all and it, it's a very complicated it's pretty it's not complicated it's just pretty stressful i would say so i remember one time um the story just completely slipped my mind wait what was i gonna say <laughs> Oh my god, I completely forgot. I don't know what I was trying to say. My goodness. Okay, well, I don't know. Uh, I, well, I, I, I... <laughs> while that story makes your way up to your mind, Austin, uh, it's again in the comments. Good to see you, Austin. Um, uh, he said, oof, this question for me, I can't even think of. I totally blocked out all the tough experiences. Uh, to be honest with you, that's what I mean. I can only really remember that one that I mentioned because it was... Oh, I remember now. I remember now. I don't know why it disappeared. (laughs) It like just went away. But um, so one day, um, this was during my extension. So a lot of the CPs worked, a lot of CPs worked in Adventureland during the fall program. So when they left, there was only full timers slash me uh, because I was a CP, you know. So um, I remember there was a period where there was no workers. So they had a lot of people who weren't trained in our location coming in to our uh, coming into our area. And um, making a swirl for the first time isn't really the bat- easiest thing to do. It it's takes not. a little it while to perfect it. You would think it's not that hard. And I honestly thought that coming in, but it's not. It's pretty hard. I mean, it is pretty hard that's what i was trying to say it's really hard and so they couldn't work the cash registers because they had to be specially trained to deal with money so they were making the dole whips and they weren't turning out the best um and some of them were just like some of them were just not big enough you know because it's hard to make it like completely round you know Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't the biggest Dole Whip. And I remember the lady came back and she's like, this Dole Whip barely fills the cup. Like, uh, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, I can't. She was like trying to hand it to me. I'm like, I can't take that back. I'm like, I will make you a new Dole Whip. Don't worry about it. And I made it for her and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times customers would like have problems with their Dole Whips. Like they didn't think it was like the pineapple vanilla. And or like we messed something up or something went wrong. And. I always just told them, like, I can't take it back, but don't worry. I'll get you a new one. Don't worry about it. And I remember one time a guest was being really, really upset about it. And I was like, oh, shoot. I remember one time a guest came up to me and my filler wasn't making the biggest, best Dole Whips because she was new. And she's like, I don't want her making my Dole Whip. You need to make my Dole Whip because I have a Disney blog and it needs to be perfect. And I'm just like. Oh, like, God. oh god i'm just like she's like my four-year-old child can make a better doll than that girl she said it to the girl and i'm like i'm like well she's new right now she's learning uh she's earning our ears so we're trying to help her she's doing the best she can like i tried to explain it to her because i felt really bad for the girl you know mm-hmm. like she can't yeah. you can't be perfect right at the beginning there so it's like don't worry about it i will make it for you this time just so you're Dole Whip is perfect, but don't take it too. Don't 
don't worry about her too much. She's trying her best and blah, blah, blah. So I made her her Dole Whip and hopefully my Dole Whip was good enough for her Disney food, Disney blog. So those are the ones that I don't know. Um, I don't remember what she looked like or anything, but, um, I like, those are the kind of situations I have. Like, over at least over there is that like their dole whips like weren't big enough or there was something wrong with them and so i would just replace them and it would be fine um they were never really too bad you know i never had any really guests like completely yell at me most of them were fixable things and that's what you have to right. do as a cast member is that they're coming to disney and they want that disney magic so you just give them your smile and you fix it and they're usually okay after that yeah, you know uh, absolutely have you had so, any like funny stories like guests being funny because i can remember this one guy he ordered like he put his order in and i made it and then like he came back like three or four times like immediately like he was like he would hand it off and then he'd be like oh can i also get and he did it like three or four times i just like remember the look on this guy's face like you could tell like he was like he was tired he was like dealing with like all his family and you know if you've ever seen like the dads always walk around with the disney mugs and everything like they're the ones who um are you know always like they have to have everything together because like mom's dealing with like getting the kids together so dad's got all the stuff he's got all the backpacks he's got all the the mugs from the hotel room he's got to deal with getting ordering the dole whips and everything like that so i i, I thought it was funny because it was very relatable and i like felt bad for this guy at the same time it was busy and i was like dude like are you done <laughs> but it was funny oh that's funny i and have then, a couple sorry i totally interrupted no Keep going. no Keep because going. because i'm sure you've had this one too where like people have paid and change oh my god yeah it's the worst the worst i remember funny i remember it wasn't even okay i had like a 20 dollar order she's they're like here's four here's five here's six and then they start counting and i'm like listen uh I have to recount this. You counting it out loud is not going to change it because I have to make sure it's accurate. So that that day was pretty funny. Uh, it was a little more stressful, but now I look back and I'm like, wow, that's funny. Um, another one I have is like a guest and his wife wanted to share a Dole Whip. And so I gave him the Dole Whip and then they lick, he licked it and he's like, I need another one. <laughs> so he didn't want to share anymore. And I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> me too, buddy. Me too. Yeah, right. He's like, no, nah, I want one for myself. But uh, another time, Pecos Bill. So I was working cash. Loved working cash. Um, I remember one time this group of like maybe 10 men came up to me. Maybe even more. They had their wives and their kids with them. They all wanted burgers. I rung up probably like eight burgers. Like three fajita platters, four taco trios. I was one of the biggest order. The order ended up coming to like $300. And I remember hitting like the send button to the kitchen. And I'm just like, oh, this poor kitchen because it was busy. And I remember just hitting it. I'm just like, oh, it's a good day not to be back there because they were going to hold on burgers after my order. It was like eight or nine burgers. Right. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh no. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I got so many times where guests would like, I, and I wouldn't expect it either. They'd be like, okay, can I have like 10 fajita platters? Oh, that was my most fajita platter order. It was 10. And I was just like imagining how they were reacting back there as I hit send to the kitchen. And I was like, this is a good day to be on the cash register. Like, was that the I same? 
was that the same one where I was in the kitchen? I wasn't on the line, but I remember I feel like I was on salads because I was near the line and I heard someone go, oh my God, somebody ordered like 10 fajita platters or something. And I'm like, oh my. That maybe was me. I mean, I remember, uh, I remember bringing it up and I'm like, oh, that poor kitchen. I was like, I was imagining yeah. them lining up the trays with the fajita platters. Right, and like, right. And that's the interesting thing about being cross-trained is when you're in the other roles, you're like, oh, if it's bad here, it must be bad there. Or you're like, well, maybe I'd rather be there than right here. You know, like, you know, like what you you're thinking about how the whole thing works uh, mm-hmm. rather than just, oh, I have to do my job. And I think, you know, that was, that was a huge benefit because I think it made us better cast. Members. Oh, for sure. And even like when guests would ask me about the food, I was able to explain it to them. Like I had like exactly. an advantage because like they would ask like specifically like oh with the nachos how much is it gonna come or how much is this or like how is it like look and i know exactly what it is because i made it you know even with allergies which were kind of scary at the time like to do because like a lot like some of the allergies are pretty like have some pretty bad allergies but like i was pretty well informed on the allergies because i knew exactly what was going into the food because i made it you know unlike where other people had to like I would get the coordinators and stuff too. There was like a certain rule you had to like get the coordinators when you needed it. But like I, I would tell them like, oh, I know this and this, but I'm still going to get my coordinator just to tell you and make sure it's all correct. But like I already knew like, oh, this is fine for them to get. This is not fine for them to get because I made it, you know. Right. And I wish like some of the front of house, other front of house people and some of the other kitchen people would get front of house. So they had like this well-rounded knowledge of the whole place, you know because like you like kind of know everything once you get both trained in both places you know i didn't know everything but i knew a lot about everywhere so yes uh did you ever work in Frontierland? that's a question i just popped in my head how was that for you so we Um, also could work in Frontierland too by the way so when we got trained for Aloha Isle where we made dolphs and stuff. We got trained in Frontierlands as well. We just weren't there as much. So that's why I asked him. Okay, so go yeah, ahead. I, I didn't work in Frontierland stands that much. Um, How was your experience was working weird. there when you did, though? Um, I liked Westward Ho. Um, yes. I liked Joe Car too. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Oak Outpost depended on what I was doing. That one was mm-hmm. fine. I like the food at Golden Oak Outpost. I liked eating there once in a while. Um, food was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I remember we uh, when we were training there, we did like a tasting. And like... So good. Um, And like everybody was like joking because like, you know, they had all this great stuff, right? They had, so they had like fries, mm-hmm. with, like the chili and the cheese on top and loaded waffle fries and shakes and all this really great mm-hmm. stuff, right? Um, and then we were joking though, cause they had like cookies, like a regular chocolate chip cookie. It was good, but it was regular, mm-hmm. right? But like, we were all joking. We were like tasting the food and like our trainer was like, all right, like what was your favorite thing? Everybody's like the cookie, cookie hands down. <laughs> Obviously it was not. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we're like the cookie was the best. No question. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked Frontierland. I probably worked there the least. I did too. Um, I liked... Um, I would say like Churro Cart was 
the most fun in terms of the guest experience because it was so simple. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, probably my favorite thing about working, I wasn't even working in the stand, but I was sort of working with the stand. What happened was when we had the Christmas parties, mm -hmm. um, the stands were pretty slow, so they, mm -hmm. they didn't have a regular Tortuga cooker. So I remember one day, like one of the coordinators comes up to me and goes, all right, Matt, you're going to be the cooker for the party. Oh, God. Huh? I'm like, I've never been trained. What are you talking about? Oh, I um, remember that. I was talking to you that day. Yeah. Anyway, it was, just, it was just it was just making uh, the stuff for Westward. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? And they show me what to do. And so that was another thing where they like threw me on the spot and I trained on the spot. And I was like, you know what? This makes me feel good that like they trusted me. But it was really easy, actually. And it was actually I had I to do that, it. too. I did it the nice day though, after right? you did it, though. Okay, no. The only reason it wasn't was because I burned myself really bad <laughs> on the Ooh. path. Like, I have these scars on my... Listen, I rolled up my kitchen coat that day. Um, I rolled it up too much, obviously. So I have these pretty bad burns from it. But, like, I was just stressed because I didn't know how much to make. Because the Christmas parties were pretty slow. But I was worried because I was closing at the same time. So I had to close and make sure because the stands were open past when Pecos was closed, you know? So mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that I had enough for what while I was closing and for that at the same time. But it was kind of cool that they trusted me. I felt kind of cool slapping on that like, sauce to the chicken and like doing the bacon skewers, yeah. you know? But well, I like, did get pretty badly well, like, burned, you, but it's okay. Like what made you feel like you had like some power was the you had like the walkie talkie. Yes, I'd be like, how I, many do you have? Yeah, yeah, how many you got over there? I feel like I was like really but, in control of like the whole night, you know, with that. But, yeah, you know, that was I, I thought cool. it was something fun. It was different. You got away from like the chaos of whatever. Yeah, you got to just chill kitchen. over there. I like that. Uh, the reason I asked about Frontierland is because it's kind of funny. I worked in Frontierland in the weird times. Like one day I worked was working churro cart and the cash register broke, so I had to do all transactions by hand. Which was, pr oh, I, you know how right. they tell you about the sheet, the little, like, Elsa sheet? Yes. Is that what it's called? I never thought I would have to use that, but I did. And I was lucky that I was there when I had to because everything is, like, in quarters. It's, like, 25. Like, it's 125 or 225. So that was easy. But I remember that. And it was, like, so busy. And there, I was like, uh, we're only taking cash at this time. And, like, the people would hand me their quarters. And I'd be like, oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, <laughs> I worked but I also remember working in Golden Oak Outpost for New Year's, like on New Year's. I never worked oh. Frontierland. They gave me Frontierland for New Year's, which I was surprised by. I was like, you do not want me in Frontierland. And I remember the line they were saying was past Pirates of the Caribbean. It was so busy that day. And I remember um, I was window and like, it was like crazy. People were just coming and coming and coming and coming. And it was like, crazy that day it was so busy and i remember being in there and i'm just like help please people i don't ever work with help me and they did so it was nice uh but yeah. frontierland was okay i worked there i think like four times which i liked westward ho golden oak outpost was okay when it wasn't busy but when it was when i worked there yeah, on new year's it was pretty bad but it was cool to say i worked there on new year's like it was kind of a different experience than what I normally uh, normally have to do, you know? So, yeah. yeah. That's my first Hereland experience. I got to wear the little red costume <laughs> with the... 
I didn't wear the hat. Did you wear the hat when you worked there? You did. Yeah. I bet you did. Um, I feel like maybe once, and then I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling that hat. I like the Adventureland hat, which I have one that looks exactly like it. Hold on. Oh, I thought you were like, I have one. I took it. I was like, oh, goodness. No, no, no. no. I have one that looks like it. This oh, that does look like. like it. That looks just like it. It's the same kind of hat. It's like the Jungle Cruise. He, he took it. He, he, he took it from no he didn't take it this is <laughs> this is from maybe target or something <laughs> that's good did you buy but, it yeah. look like it no i bought this a while ago when it was a for a mini disney world event i reenacted oh, I the jungle see, cruise I and i needed a skipper hat so i see you know maybe we'll post that video one day on youtube mm-hmm. you should that's a whole at the time we recreated the Jedi Training Academy, that was funny. But that's a oh, whole other. That's a whole other story. Um, so yeah. So uh, Amanda, thank you so much for uh, your nice comment here. It says I love hearing your stories. I worked in guest services for twelve years at the aquarium where I met Nate and Amy, Aww. so I can totally relate to your guest interactions. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it becomes like uh, we all just become a family by nature. Anybody who's worked in guest experience, it just becomes, oh, yeah, I know what you're going through because I went through that. Yeah. So I just, you know, I love telling the stories about Disney, though, because I loved it so much. Like, I would go back. Like, if I could go back right now and work there again, I would. It was one of the best experiences ever. Even if there was a hard day or whatever, it's it's still amazing. You know, I still enjoyed right. it. So. I'd go that's back. What I always like, said, I said, you know what? I could have a hard day, right? And then, but when I leave, I would see the castle on the way out. Even if I didn't go to the park after work, you know, just going home, I would, you would see it, and you're like, oh, you know what? Like that's cool. That's really cool. That's why we're here. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Every um, time I heard "Happily Ever After" after a long shift, and I'm leaving after closing, yeah. I knew it was worth it. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I yeah, think. This is oh. a good comment here. Sorry. Before I. I no, I was reading it as, the, as I was talking. Yes. Uh, Matt, so I think yes. everyone at some point in life should work in guest services, food service. Changes how much appreciation you have for the job. For Absolutely. sure. 100%. And it, and it builds up your own skill mm-hmm. and it helps you in other jobs down the line for sure for sure for sure uh-huh. okay so wrapping up what i'm gonna say it yes. my final thoughts is that disney changed my life um if i could go back and pick a different location to work in i would not like working at pecos bill was one of the best locations and i'm really glad i did food service i started out wanting to do attractions or i wanted to do character attendant but i think i got something out of my college program that i don't know i mean i probably would have gotten things out of the other two locations but being in food and beverage i got a whole family in the kitchen i got to just learn so much i got to push myself out of my comfort zone i never worked in the kitchen before i never worked in food service before and i know that was something i would ever be able to do or i could do and i didn't think i would be able to do it starting out but then towards the end just getting that level of trust from everybody from other workers becoming a trainer you know and from my leaders and 
making friendships. Like I met Matt and I met a lot of other great people at Disney that I wouldn't have been able to meet if I didn't do food and beverage, you know? And I just remember the stories of Matt and I singing on the line or I going to Matt after an amazing day or Matt and I talking after a stressful day or just anything, you know, you make friends and I loved my time there. And I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change the hard experiences. I wouldn't change the busy days. I wouldn't change when I got where I started out. I'm glad I started in the kitchen. And I'm glad how everything worked out. And so if you're thinking about doing the Disney College program one day and you get food and beverage, don't be worried about it. Don't be discouraged. It's going to be hard at first, but you got it. And just know that everybody there will help you because I definitely got a lot of help. And uh, it meant a lot. And it meant a lot to see that everybody cares about you, you know? So, yeah, it's a crazy fun experience, I would say. I would re I would recommend doing it at least once in your life, even if that's not what you want to do forever. I think that everybody should do it at least once and see how it is. But, yeah, that was a long spiel, but that's my no, final I thoughts. It, I, think, I think that was perfect, and you hit the nail on the head, and I agree with every single thing that you said. Um, I would not change anything of my college program. I had a bit of a different experience from uh, you, Alexis, in that I did go to a different location. I did attractions at Magic Carpets and the Enchanted Tiki Room after my time at Pecos, and I love that too, and I, I – I, I wouldn't change how my college program went. I think it was nice to have two different experiences as well. Um, and well, the Tiki room was my, one of my dream places to work. So I was happy to do that even if it was for a short time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, even if I had stayed at Pecos for all those months, I still would have been happy. Cause I, I, like you said, it was a crazy fun experience. And, you know, again, the best part about it was just meeting everyone and you know especially you alexis obviously i mean you know if it if it you know to everyone out there if, if, if alexis and i hadn't uh, worked in the kitchen the magical adventures would not be sitting here today doing a live stream so um you know uh, i think it was just like you said a crazy fun experience and 100 percent worth it if you're thinking about doing the college program when it hopefully makes its return soon um absolutely do it absolutely do it even as alexa said even if you're not gonna want if you even if you don't want to do guest service full-time past that still it, it teaches you so much I, I i learned things and i was pushed to do things that i never thought i could do mm -hmm. if you would have told me i was filtering fryers you know and when i was in 2018 or beginning of 2019 i would have told you you're crazy yeah and i was doing it and doing it well yeah, so, they'd ask you, you know, every time. Yeah, and they told me. They said, well, you're the only person who gets it done fast enough. I was okay. So I appreciated that. But, you know, I think, you know, you learn so much and you meet so many amazing people, and it's such a team effort when you work back there that, you know, and, you know, like Austin mentioned earlier in the comments, you block out the tough experiences because overall it's such an amazing one. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I would I would do it all over again. I would love to go back again. So, you know, hopefully Maybe we'll soon. do that and we'll have more stories for you. Believe me, we still have more stories that we probably didn't tell tonight that we'll be telling at future cast member campfires. But, and that's why I think I love this segment so much of our live show now because we get to kind of talk about that and relive those memories. And for you guys out there, you get to kind of see what goes into what you see on stage. 
for at sure. Disney World. You know, you, you, uh, you know, I don't know uh, if you've ever heard this theater reference, Alexis, but you know, from my days uh, uh, doing community theater and everything, you know, you think of a show like an iceberg. The top is, you know, you see the top, it's very nice, pretty, but you go underneath and it's huge. It's oh, yeah, I've there's heard about that, that. You know, there's, that, there's so much more down there that you don't see. At, you know, that's how it is at Disney, too. You see so much beautiful stuff on stage and there's a lot of hard work going on stage. Backstage, it's just as hard. It's probably even harder sometimes. And it's, you know, so I hope that all of you got um, a little more Disney knowledge and have a little more appreciation for the magic through these stories. And um, I like to you know, certainly be telling more of these stories soon and have a lot of amazing stuff coming soon. So, Alexis, thank you for sharing your stories tonight. It was a pleasure to hear some. Some of them I never even heard before. So it's nice to. Same nice with to you. At, at, at some of them I've heard and still laugh at today. But anyway, I digress. It's funny <laughs> how you. I didn't know that like you were there when I asked like during your first day about Carmen about when she asked me how I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. you were there for that. Yeah, it's funny how all that connects. Um, but yeah, it's nice to hear yours too, and it's nice to hear a little bit of your time and attractions too. You told a little bit of those stories, and it's yeah, nice to I, hear that side of your your Disney College program too. Yeah, and uh, we're certainly uh, I would definitely like to do an attraction show and maybe have some um, other of my cast member i'll friends. definitely be there for it thank you for asking yes, me to be there yes <laughs> yes you, you know what you could come and tell us your experience about riding attractions and how that is of, of course i mean that's <laughs> a big part of it i mean if i wasn't there to ride it they wouldn't even run you um, know like ab absolutely right absolutely right i think i'm a key uh, part of the attraction <laughs> just kidding <laughs> anyway but yes, fantastic fantastic um, stories matt Yes, and Aiden says, I loved hearing all these stories. They were all so amazing. Well, thank you, Aiden, so much for thank joining you, us. Aiden. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Austin, Brendan, everybody else out there who joined us tonight. Thank you so much. Um, and as always, um, got to make myself bigger, show you all these wonderful graphics that we have here. Uh, see, I, I'm even learning how to live stream, and that was because I worked Congratulations. Can, can, can you Can you believe that? Um <laughs> Come back every Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and join us. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up. More Magical Game Nights. Uh, we're working on, and I know it's an idea I talked about a long time ago, but Are You Smarter Than a Cast Member is coming up where uh, a contestant will come on and uh, see if they're smarter than a cast member, similar to Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, and uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe we'll make a way for you to... Uh, apply audition to be a guest i don't know we'll see. <laughs> oh my goodness um i think that'll be fun uh we got more magic madness coming up of course i know nighttime spectaculars is one that's going to come up and retire disney world attractions so we have a lot of stuff coming up our show is also going to be available on spotify google podcast radio Bu radio public breaker apple Podcasts, all that amazing stuff uh will be on just after the show tonight and as always, spread the word. Please, please, please spread spread word and have all of your friends join us because we would love them to be a part of our amazing community. And as always, we have all this great content uh, coming soon on all these other platforms, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Halloween vlog is coming out next week sometime, so we have a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, meeting Jack and Sally and all, um, and all other magical Halloween things um yeah so thanks for joining us tonight and until our next magical adventure see ya real soon <laughs>